everybody, I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meet Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. As always, I'm joined by my chief of staff, Hallie. Hallie? Hello. Did you get outside this morning? It was negative 11. No, I did not. Other than to walk to my car. I, um, last week when it was like negative 22, I chose not to run outside on a run day and I rode inside and I kind of regretted it the whole day. Why? Because it was like I gave up. Perhaps we're avoiding discomfort. Yes, exactly. I was avoiding the discomfort of being cold. And um, I, uh, I, for some reason, I'm sitting there, like I'm journaling, I'm doing my morning, and I'm like, man, just, I'm like, I don't want to go outside. And then it's like, but I, it's like, I, I, I struggle running on a treadmill. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I can ride my bike for six hours, as you know, like sitting in a stationary bike on Swift. Yeah. And it's awesome. I can sit there on my bike and actually enjoy, it's actually a problem. I can actually ride my bike inside and it actually refuses me from going outside. So it's kind of the opposite. Whereas is, is it because running, on the bike you can, you know, answer emails yes, a little bit? Yes. You can. I mean, I cheat on my, so my bike, I have yeah. like these, and if people do this in those workouts, like they set it up. So it's like, um. Like I'll have like intervals. So like 30 or 35 minutes, there's these actually, uh, if people bike and, and I know some people follow us, follow me on, on Strava and stuff. And, and we're doing uh, biking in, and Zwift, which is what it's called. And I have a Yahoo, a Wahoo bike. So it's kind of all integrated together. So the seat rises and goes down as uh, the, it goes up and it changes the cadence. Right. Based so on it really does simulate. It does. I mean, it's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. Like even you have a fan that's hooked up that's based onto your Bluetooth. So your speed, so you're doing 30, the, the speed, the fan's 30 miles an hour. If you're doing mm-hmm. two, it's, it's two miles an hour. I actually just like to sweat more so I don't take the fan on so I can um, feel like I'm getting more of a workout from sweating more. But anyway, so we had these intervals and so usually like these the King of Mountain climbs and they're like about 30 minute climbs to do. But then between that is like a five minute, seven minute recovery. And yeah. I do, I check my emails right. or I check like, I, I change the podcast I'm listening to. I right. just kind of stay connected a little bit more so it's I can cheat that way. It's very hard to do when you're running. Yes, it's very hard to do when Indoor you're running. Indoor or outside. Yes. Yeah. And also just running on a treadmill, like like Sarah loves it. Sarah loves yeah. running on a treadmill and I get it because it's, it's, it's I, I can understand why because I can do the same yeah. thing on the bike. Well, it's conven- it is convenient. It is super convenient. You put it on there. That's why I like the bike. Biking outside is, is you got to worry about flat tires. And again, it's fun, but cars, car, yeah, cars. That's why I love graveling more than, and, and more than I do road biking. Actually, when I was training for Ironman, 95%, 97% of my rides were indoors. Yeah. They just were. From when I, I started really early. Strange because I'm like, how can you really get the experience? You actually get a better workout indoors if it's done properly mm-hmm. because you, there's no coasting. There's mm-hmm. no stop signs. There's no breaking mm, for life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you actually don't break the cadence of it. And so you can actually stay. Now you could cheat indoors, but as long as you're, if your heart rate training, which I was, you have to keep your heart rate up the whole time. So there isn't, I found like when I'm going outside, like there's downhills a lot more. Yeah. So you're coasting more than there's uphills. So this way it keeps a nice, even, even training regimen. A lot of people that cycle, I don't know why we're even coming. We're just I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people that cycle a lot um, in competition actually are now training indoors a lot because of the efficiency of training. They actually say training indoors, you can take off about 10 to 20% of the time that you're supposed to train. So my coach would say, hey, if you have a five hour ride, if you ride indoors, you could take up almost an hour off. <laughs> so I was like, but, shorter time, perfect, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if that's the same for treadmill, is it? I always hear that it's like... Yeah, treadmill's easier. So you have to, you have to hit the incline. Right, right. If you put it up the one yeah, on which incline, I always yeah, do, yeah. For, for those things. So, so I think that's that's part of the difference. Is yeah. so. Anyways, going back to the yeah, original story, it was like so I ran inside, and so I've been thinking about it. And then today I had a run day, and it was negative eleven or negative ten out, and I was like, I'm just doing it. Like I just went out yeah. there, and it was. It was I like, did see somebody running this morning when I was driving to work, and I was like, 
they're crazy. You know, it's funny. So, um, I, I ran and you know, it's dark, it's early and I'm running. There's another runner out there. I saw yeah, him and I yeah. was like, it was like this right of passage with them. He was yeah. like morning. I was like morning, even though cause I was, had my head, I was listening to audible and like, I'd, I'm sure I yelled it cause I could barely yeah. hear when I was doing it. But then, um, actually it was pretty warm. The only thing that was cold on me was my legs and my feet because mm. I just have sneakers on. Yeah. Right. And so that was really cold. And I, then I walked my kids down to the, cause I, I, <laughs> they're like, we're driving down to the bus today. Oh, and I'm like, so cold. you're not. <laughs> You're not going to avoid this discomfort because you want to go down there. Uh, I'm like, it's seven minutes. You're outside. I promise you, you're not going to have frostbite. The wind's tolerable. And so I made that. So I said, look, I just was outside for five miles running. You guys can go down for seven minutes. And so I said, I wouldn't do anything that you wouldn't do. So then they didn't say anything. It was, yeah. it was perfect. So then we walked down and they were fine. But I actually started, I was telling Sarah, we were walking back. I was like, I mean, I'm colder now than I was running. Right. <laughs> Just be, it was, it was the whole thing. But anyways, today's episode kind of leading to that story was, well, you know, we're a month and a half in to our New Year's resolutions, right? We're, or whatever you want to refer to it as some sort of change, which is fine, right? It's a new year and right of new, right of new passage change. However you want to look at it. If, if you change July 1st or that's wonderful, but whenever you start something new, there's, there's this kind of honeymoon phase, if you will, to it. And you kind of can, you can bust through there. And then all of a sudden the, this kind of this discomfort starts showing up. It's, it's raining. It's negative 10. It's cold. It's snowing. You slept in, you didn't sleep as well. And all of a sudden your mind, all it wants to do is start distracting you. <laughs> this, this it's, it, here's what people tend to do. It's like the suffering in their mind of doing the activity. That's why I shared that story mm-hmm. is almost worse than doing the activity. It's like a cold yeah, shower. 100%. Yeah. Right. So it's like the cold shower. People are like, oh, I'm so, I don't want to take a cold shower. It's like, oh, like it's not bad when you're actually taking a cold shower. Yeah, okay. It sucks. Uh. Okay. It sucks. Okay. Let's just say <laughs> it, it's not fun. It kind of sucks, but it's not nearly as bad as the suffering that happens for the 10 minutes or 30 minutes prior to going in and actually yeah. taking a cold shower. Oh, you got a couple minutes that are there. And it's the same thing that most of us are avoiding something in our lives because we're avoiding the discomfort. So part of it is, is, is if there's a, something you can still, and we should do this with our, with our, our partners in business too, that like, Hey, what are you avoiding right now? Just because it's discomforting. And that's it. And something that's important to do. You don't have to go out there and find something that's discomforting. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of stuff that happens every day that you shouldn't be avoiding. Um, but you're avoiding because it's so what happens is you just avoid the discomfort. And then all of a sudden your brain, your mind will just, cause it, it, look, it's trying to say your mind's job is to make you feel comfortable. I was gonna say, it's trying to protect you in the moment. But it is over the long haul. It yes, it doesn't serve you. No, it, it doesn't. So it tries to protect you. So it's not. It's not. It's mind's fault, right? You just gotta override the mind at this time. The mind's saying, okay. Adam doesn't feel like doing this. Let me see if I can distract him so he's not worried about not doing this, right? So it just, it finds something else. Then you find yourself making a cup of coffee and then you check an Instagram and next thing you know, like I don't have time to do it. So you just, just you, 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 the discomfort shows up and then you distract yourself long enough so that then it's just, you can't do it, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because like that's my life. Um, <laughs> particularly with, um, I'm really struggling right now to get up at five. Yeah. Like I really want to be, somebody who wakes up at 5am, it doesn't even really matter what I do, right? It's yeah. just a great way to start your day, yeah. whether it is just having a cup of coffee or whether it's walking the dogs or working out, it doesn't really matter. It's just the principle in my mind. That's like really three and a half hours before I have to actually start work. Like I could get a lot done in three and a half hours. Um, but then I start distracting myself. And then before I know it, I'm like panicking that if I don't get up in time, then my whole day is going to be like completely derailed and I've already, I've caused even more suffering than I would have if I had just gotten up at five. Yeah. Well, why do we do this? 
Oh, that's why, because the, so you have this moment, right? You have this initial, I, you, the night before you go, I'm gonna get up at five. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. It's and like, you're perfectly clear with it. You're like, yeah. of course I'm going to get up at five. Like yeah. it's not even an option that I'm not going to get up at five. Exactly. My alarm is set. And then all Ready of a sudden five comes around and you're like, this isn't happening. Right. Yeah. So, cause it's discomforting to get out of your bed. So there's, right. so there's especially just, when it's negative 10. Yes, exactly. So there's a discomfort that happens about getting up early. Right. But the reality is it's almost a discomfort at any time of getting up. And it's just that it's, it's maybe it's a little harder early. So you avoid discomfort by sleeping more and then all of a sudden you're suffering. It is just right. actually or ends just up laying being, there, we're lying there. Yeah. Whatever and, it is yeah. just you're, so that's what you do. Instead of getting up, you're like, well, if I just look at my phone, that's kind of me getting up. Right. right you kind right. of, you negotiate with your mind as to how you can continue to avoid the discomfort. Right. The, the goal is there's this precious moment. This is why I believe really willpower is what we have for us. So we can learn, so we can use our mind, so we can read, so we can play in the world. We can build a business. We can bike. You can learn engineering, whatever it is that you want to do in the world. You have this mind, you have willpower to stay focused on it, right? Even if it's spirituality, you practice that, right? The, the hard things about spirituality are really hard. You need willpower and spirituality. You need willpower and personal growth, mm-hmm. right? You need all, willpower and business. You Just need, long enough to to make a new habit. Well, you need, you need, you need it. What you need is you need it in the moments, um, to get you going. Right. Okay. That's really, it's like a spark. It's like, you need that extra willpower. So in the morning, you need that inertia, that willpower to go, I'm going to override this system. Even though it's discomforting, I'm just going to force myself to get up and get up. And then once you're up, you're fine. Right. But, but I'm also thinking like over time, you may not need that anymore. I think you need less degree of it. And I think you're absolutely spot on. I think you can, I think you can create habits. I can, I can, give two scenario, two examples in my life where things that I've, um, well, exercise is one of them. It's a habit that I've been formed for many, many years in my life, mm-hmm. but I still need to use willpower at times. Like I still have to like, even, right. even but right. That's not a hundred percent of the time. No, it's not. Right. But it's probably more than you think. Like I, even for like, so for me with food, like I love food. I could just eat food all day. Right. Which is why I was overweight at some point in my life, a lot overweight. Right. And I love eating food. I've gotten into pretty good habits of how I eat food to maintain it, but there's not a day that goes by that I don't have to use willpower to not eat something that I shouldn't. Right. Okay. So like, that's why, yeah, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean I'm sitting there going around all day using my willpower, but there are moments that show up every day. Like I walk by and there's cookies out there. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to touch it. Right. So some habit, some willpower. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like using it sparsely and you're not using it like you're like, you're just going to put the foot down and hold it there all day, but you finding out where to use these willpower moments to avoid, to get your inertia going. Like, mm-hmm. um, the, it's really interesting. Uh, Rich Roll had a podcast with Joe DeSana, DeSana who actually happens to live in Vermont. He was a CEO of Spart- Spartan. And he was talking about how, um, uh, how he talked to, you know, thousands of athletes that are world champions, whether they're cyclists or whether they're ultra runners or the death race that they're doing or whatever it was. And he said a common thread amongst all of them uh, which I thought was really interesting. And I, I, I laughed kind of how you did earlier. You said, that's my life. I laughed because I did the same thing in exercise where they, he said that, uh, he said, you know, I talked to all, he said, people don't, people think that these guys are just sitting on a bike for five hours, just they get up and it's easy to do it. And they go, no, he goes, there's many days that they get up and they go, I'm not going to do it. And they go, well, what I can do, it's like they lie to their mind. They go, I can do it for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's all these ultra marathon, these professional cyclists are going, well, I can bike for an hour. Right. It's but like it's you always negotiating with yourself. Yeah. But at least for the positive. 
Right. Yes. Yeah. So it's like they can go, oh, yeah, I can ride for an hour. And then, of course, you get to an hour. You're like, then I'm not going to let go. And then you go right. to two hours and you go three hours and you go to four hours. So it's like breaking it down. So part of this is like a, like a hack, a technique, if you will, to start avoiding this discomfort. So let's just use exercise, for example. You could say maybe you had planned to do an hour long exercise, right? Or a, th- a three mile walk. You say, well, I can walk for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you get out there. Of course, once you're out there, you're like, yeah, I can walk for another 15 right, or minutes. Or it feels good or it's, a, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Yes. So you're, you, if you, I just thought that, perf- I just thought it was kind of almost like a permission to do that. Cause I used to do that a lot. I'd be like, I don't want to bike for six hours, but I can probably bike for three. How do you use that hack? Which I love. And I do that for exercise as well. But how do you use that hack for getting up? Um, because because yeah. normally it'd be like oh well I'll just set I'll just hit my snooze for five minutes. Well here's how but you, then that's yeah. that's dangerous. So here's how I do it. That's a wonderful question. That's actually a beautiful question. So for me I meditate as soon as I get up. So I go well I'm just gonna go meditate. Oh yeah right. So you're like yeah so if that, I fall asleep anyway or like if yeah, I just, and I never fall in right. the morning. So yeah. I just I always go up and go well I'm just gonna go meditate. So let me get up and then once I'm up then I'm up and right. then I go meditate and I don't need it anymore. Yeah. Okay. And so, so I and need then, to need and th- something like that. And then, so even in, you know, even after meditation, I go, if I don't want to get out of the meditation, I go, well, I'm just going to go journal. Right. I can just journal for a little while. Cause that's my next step. And I just journal and I'm, then I'm there. Right. And then it's like, and then exercise is like, okay, now I'm looking forward to exercising sometime. But then I'm like, but then as it gets closer to like five forty five, when I'm starting the transition into exercise, it's like, well, I can just journal for like 10 more minutes. Like, well, I can just go exercise for 10 minutes mm. and then boom, it's just there. And then I'm just on the next thing. So it's kind of like we can, we can lie to our minds mm-hmm. for the good. Because the yes. mind's lying to you anyways. It's saying that you, you don't want to do something to avoid this discomfort. And that's what people are doing. And I think too many of us are just avoiding discomforts in our lives that can serve us positively. Now, oh, I'm yeah. not saying go find a discomfort that you have no interest in. But I think all of us could agree that we health is important because you have this body, right? Whatever you're doing in activity, business-wise, employee, employer, whatever it is, that's important to you. So you can use the same thing in the context of business, like whether that's growing your organization. So right, say, I was going to say avoiding all the conversations that people avoid because they don't want to have conflict. When in reality, it's causing them more anguish yes. to not have the conversation yes, that's exactly. than it would be to just have the conversation and be done with it and move on. That's exactly right. You know, it is way more of the time you suffer. I don't know what the, I'm just, I'm not going to make up a stat, but like it's, it's, it's a lot more that you suffer in the mind about the situation than you ever do actually dealing with the situation. I was just listening to, I think it might've been traction or something, but it was, they used the very similar example in terms of decisions because sometimes like that point of indecision is always the one that causes you the most suffering. I I mean, yes, business decisions, but I'm even thinking about like, should I move? Should I not? Should I, you know, adopt a dog? Should I not? Like all of that stuff causes so much suffering Yes. where if you just made, they were talking about CEOs who just make the decision and then make another one. Right. And you can make another one or you can change it or you can tweak it as you go, but like just make a decision and move on. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. And that's the same thing. Like, so when you get up in the morning, just make the decision to get up. I mean, I feel like that's easier said than done. Well, of course it's all easier said than done. It's really easy when you're like, it's, it's like when you watch a sporting event, like I always find it funny. Like if you're watching boxing and you see like towards like the the ninth round and like these guys are so tired and you're sitting there and you've had a couple drinks or whatever. And you're sitting there like, just get some more energy, dude. Like I've got all this energy. Like just go hit somebody. And like, until you actually get in one of those events, like I I really started seeing this when I was doing long uh, Ironmans because I'd be like, man, like just, just sprint a little harder. How difficult is it to do? Right. 
just go a little bit and then, yeah. then, you, then you find yourself in a situation you're going there's nothing more i can actually physically give like right. and then you're like oh i get it now right so, so funny that's uh, kind of going through that experience but um so it's like the question that we pose today is like what discomfort are you avoiding and then then how do you actually fix that and i think we're trying to find solutions to that which is like a you need that you need sparks of willpower you need to be able to you need to be able to light that and that becomes a habit by the way actually to go to your point i think it, i see it in my life and i see it in your life um particularly around business like you have that willpower to stay in the moment longer it's like you're using all time and that becomes a habit in itself of when to call on it right like when to utilize it it's kind of like your your willpower capital can account you, can you use give me an example what do you mean in the business where you use it long say that again yeah so for instance like let's just take a typical day of a person right so say you want to get up at five o'clock in the morning you use a little willpower to get up boom, you burned a little bit, right? You, then you're going to use a little willpower to go exercise, but you're, you're probably rejuvenized it and built more momentum. So now you built your willpower back up to hundred percent because now you've used it to get up early. You've exercised. Now it's less willpower to go eat healthier, right? Mm-hmm. And physiology, physiologically, physiologically. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> like you then just want to actually continue this virtuous cycle. Sure. And so now you've built your willpower back up. So now when you walk into the office and there's a harder decision, you can use your willpower to get right in that moment to, because it's more on demand and, it's, and there's more there that you can make that decision better. Or you can be more clear with that decision because you have more willpower to stay in the moment instead of be distracted from the decision. Willpower is a renewable resource, but only if you do, renew it. do some things that yes. help renew it. Like yes, throughout your day. Get up early or meditate or... Journal and then meditate journal, again throughout exercise. the day. That's why I meditate again sometime yeah. between 12 and one. I ha- like that is so important to me because it rebuilds. Now it may not go up to hundred percent again, mm-hmm. but it's going to rebuild that capital and it allows you to kind of stay more focused, make better decisions, make clear decisions. So that's kind of how, then, you know, towards the end of the night, then at some point you're just like, I'm just going to shut it down. Right. And just kind of relax and kind of go for me, that's like five 30. Like I can, I can operate, I can do things, right. but like, it just, it's you're I'm not, not as clear and crisp. Right, as I was gonna I say, am. You're not making like major yeah. business decisions or life decisions at five thirty at night. No. And part of that is because like you may be down to like 70% willpower, 50% willpower, 10% willpower, depending on how much you've had to use throughout the day and how much you actually regenerized it. So you're not never at a hundred percent. I was gonna say, and it's not, I mean, yes, I feel like that applies to willpower, but it even applies to, uh, cognitive ability like decision fatigue that happens likely throughout the day yeah right. i showed you that yesterday that the average person makes thirty-five thousand decisions a day yes and you were like yeah i click and i'm making a decision to click my pen right now right yeah like thirty-five thousand. so many of them are involuntary I know, they are. yeah yeah so it's like thirty-five thousand decisions and only what five percent of them are conscious yeah so you're talking was that 1500 and only like what point zero zero one percent of them are even good or like yeah, or like beneficial right yes. or impactful so think about that so you you want to you want to build the habits that are strong you want to renew your energy in terms of your willpower to use it long enough to stay engaged in the activity until you don't need to well because once you're exercising you really don't need the willpower like you used to then it's just kind of you're you're being resilient you're you're kind of pushing through but it's a different energy source does that make sense well like, yeah and i was also going to say like i mean we do talk about how you sometimes you need willpower long enough to make habits because i doubt I mean, maybe this is the case for some people, but like some, some habits are going to just be more on autopilot Absolutely. and you don't need to call upon willpower Absolutely. once they get to that place. So you don't need to renew your willpower for things like yeah. brushing your teeth, Yes. but you might need to have willpower available for, you know, not eating your kid's food off their plate or, yeah. or making sure you get up at 5am. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I still need willpower to brush my teeth. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I don't know, for some reason, every day I still, I still struggle with that, especially at night. 
Yeah. Morning, I'm pretty good because it's there. But at night, for some reason, I'm like, I don't want to. My mind literally goes, you don't, have to, you don't have to brush your teeth. And I'm like, well, of course I do. Yeah. Like, it just, it's like for some reason. Well, or, everyone's different, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone has. But a good example things. may be is yeah. like once you figure out the route to your office, if you drive. Right. Like you're not using any willpower to figure out how to get there. Correct. Or to drive there. And or then you're just doing mental that. energy. Yeah. Or what you kind of wear or different things. Everyone has a little bit different things, but you're right. The more habits that you can stack that are positive, the better and less willpower you'll have to use in the moment to be able to do that. So even exercise, you use willpower a little bit to get going, then the habit of doing a certain amount of exercise will, will carry you through longer that you may have to use it towards the end of the workout or something, but you're carrying yourself longer through there. So the question becomes is, is what, are, what, what are you avoiding in your life? Because you're avoiding because you don't like the discomfort of it. Or the it, idea of discomfort. Or of the it. idea of discomfort from it. That's what I was going to say is the discomfort, which is really the suffering because right. there's suffering and then there's physical pain. Like right. the best example you can do is kind of that, the cold shower. I just love that example because the cold shower, yeah, it kind of sucks. And there's some, there's some pain, if you will, that goes in the cold shower. There's also some relief too. It feels really good, but you suffer way more than, than thinking about the, the idea of that. than you're actually, when you're actually in it, because the funny thing is, is when you're in it, you don't actually think about the suffering. You actually are focused on how your body feels. Because once you're in, once you turn that really cold or you jump into an ice bath or you go into a cryotherapy machine and you jump in there and it's negative 130 in that cryo or 150 in the cryo. It is? Yeah. How do people like, how can you even, how does your body? Well, it's like a cold air. It's like the cryo, they get up to like negative 200. Wow. Yeah. You, you put booties in I feel in like that wouldn't be as bad as a cold shower. I'll tell you actually, um, I've done both. It's worse jumping into a 45 or 40 degree lake yeah. than it is getting in a cryo machine. Yeah. The cryo doesn't scare me. Like the cryo shit. makes you sh like I shook a little bit yeah. in there, but I wasn't like, it was a cold, dry air. Right. It's not that like wetness. That seeps that you, into yes. your, or feels like it seeps into your <laughs> yes. I've body. been skiing times and I've been like, I've been way colder skiing than or cryo. skinning at night and like taking you know at the top of the mountain having to change your clothes and you have to get like take your shirt off and it's like negative 50 and like i'm like that feels a lot worse than a cryo machine does in the cryo i think it was the nice thing about it is it actually has those benefits of right. reducing inflammation in the same mental kind of process that you can do so anyways there's a discomfort that you're avoiding right and again we want to do a little check-in here but also being conscious of it because like i have what i mean by that is yeah go, taking a cold shower would be highly discomforting for me however that's not something I'm avoiding because it's just not even on my radar. Like, yeah. So not just doing, well, maybe you should. <laughs> I'm just kidding. not just doing something to, to do it, but really what are things that you want in your life? Like waking up at 5am yeah. or eating healthier exercise or I want to grow my business. Great. There's an activity. Right. If you want to grow your business, there's, yeah. a, there's an, there's an activity that has to happen in order for your business to grow. Right. Most people are avoiding that activity. Right. Sales calls, recruiting calls, whatever it is. Right. Tough conversations with employees. You know, there's a, the concept really of, 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 uh, having an alarm clock in the morning should actually be the reversed. You should actually have an alarm clock at night for what to go to bed. Oh, we yeah. got this backwards. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, because if you went to bed at night, you wouldn't need an alarm clock to get up. That's right. I mean, last night I did go to bed at almost 11, which is part of the reason why I didn't want to get up this morning, get up this yes. morning. And nothing but really I will say I was reading a book. That's wonderful. Yeah. It, but you, but what was more important reading a book or exercising? I mean, I really wanted to finish the book. Okay. Well, could you have finished it today? Yes. Did you exercise this morning? No. See, let's just, you know, <laughs> that's what I mean. I know like, priorities, right? Well, I mean, this, you just got to decide yeah. what it is that you want, that you want to do. And you made yeah. a conscious decision on that. So yeah. I'm not going to, you know, it's just yours. Yeah. But the, so it comes down to is like, um, I think we should set alarm clocks at night. 
Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah, to start their to start their let's say call it like eight o'clock. Yeah, like and they start their eight twenty four. Mine goes into like a health mode, and yeah. actually at seven thirty it goes into do not disturb mode. But that's not. I guess I guess I guess didn't think of it that way, and I guess just yeah. I switched my my thinking on that is like well actually like that's like your cue like you have to use willpower now to go to bed. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like it's, it's different than like, cause it's the same thing as getting up is it actually forcing yourself to go to bed. Yeah. No, people I people don't think agree. of it that way. They go, Oh, I'm just going to stay up and distract myself, watch a movie, read a book. So I don't have to work out right. Whatever it is, the things that you want to do. I don't really have a problem typically going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think some people but, uh, do like, yes. they just want to do something more. So it's like, you need to ha- use that same willpower to go to bed. Cause you go to yeah. bed at nine, you're naturally getting up before there, five. I, I'm not going to remember the term, but there's an amazing term for, um, it's called like revenge procrastination. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Hmm. Um, Kim, we will have to look it up and put it in the show notes, but I believe it's called like revenge procrastination. And it's specifically at night when people who they've had incredibly busy days, they've had no time to themselves. They've had hmm. work, work at them, their kids at them or whatever. And they finally have some time at night. And so it's like, it's like this revenge against the day. And so they yeah. end up procrastinating and staying up. And I know that I do that too. Yeah. Like I'm like, it's my only time where I can just read yeah. or just, you know, watch summer house or like whatever. And I know Bill does this often too. And then before we know it, it's 10 at night and we're like forcing ourselves to stay up just because we want that like, time. You can't but, take me down, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's... I think that's what the t- term is called, but I thought it was fascinating because I'm like, we, oh, so many of us do that. Yeah, we do. Even sometimes on, uh, on Saturday mornings, like Friday nights, I'm, I walk into Friday night and I'm going, Oh man, I could sleep in. But then, so the question I always ask to that, I go, well, what's going to make me feel better? I always go back to that sleeping in. Yeah, that's exactly right. I always ask that question. I'm like, is me staying up here for an extended period of time to be able to sleep in going to make me feel better? long-term? And the answer is no, because then I'm not going to have as good a workout. In. So I actually feel the best when I actually maintain my same schedule. I, I may sleep in like 4.30 or 5 or something like that on a Saturday morning, but I'm up doing my same thing. And then I'm, I'm exercising skins down usually at 6 a.m. on the mountain. And then I'm back by 7.30 and my kids are just getting up and I'm picking them up to go to first chair. And so, but now my day's done. I'm like, yeah. I don't really care. Now I don't have to worry about getting an exercise in or like fitting that in or worrying about it. And so I know for me, like it's so much more impactful for, for me to get up early. Cause again, there's that revenge procrastination does whatever you want to refer to it as yeah. does show up. It's like, it's Friday night. I've had this long week. I've right. given it my all, like I can stay up. And then I go, was that really what I want? Yeah. Is that really going to make, cause again, I always orient myself with like, what's going to be the most happiness in my life. I, I say that on the weekends too. I'm like, Bill, it's your, you deal with the dogs in the morning. I'm going to sleep in. And then by like six o'clock, I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like ready to get up. I hate when my days just, I like to fill my days. I like to be productive. Um, and even in the days where I'm like, I really need to relax. I I end up having the worst weekends when I have nothing to do. Yeah. 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 And so like, that's why, so think about a discomfort. So that's could be the way people think about it, but where's your check-in, right? What's the discomfort that you're feeling? What are you doing to avoid that? And just, you know what? You don't even have to make the change right now. All I really want you to do is to just be aware of what that looks like, right? Like, so, and just be conscious going, oh, there, there's my mind distracting me again to just go respond to an email, right? Because it can be anything that you're doing other than the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And it's just that you're, you're avoiding discomfort. So how do you, and I guess it goes back to, you could build a habit around just not avoiding discomfort. And I think that's why I kind of always go to physicality because physicality is one of the, I think the best ways to physically feel the effects of not avoiding discomfort because anything you're doing exercise wise, whether that's walking, running, swimming, biking, whatever it is, you're going to feel some level of discomfort. 
right? Because you're 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 moving, you're doing something. You got up early. It's cold. I, I was gonna say, but but I do think that that is pretty subjective because there's some people who who just really get enthused by that, right? Like that's actually like the highlight of their day to be able to go outside for a walk. I do think it's kind of subjective. Yeah, maybe I didn't say it properly. I don't. I, I don't think that it's. Um, I think exercise for me is very enjoyable. Like I really enjoy it, but there is a level of discomfort that my mind naturally wants to avoid, but then I override it because of the joy that it brings to me. Right. But again, but I can my, think of like my, my mom's a good example who yeah. loves to walk and she walks like two times a day for like an hour, hour and a half each day. And sometimes she's like, Oh, it's so cold out or it's raining. Yeah. And I'm not saying every day, but she goes, but then she goes out and she's like, I walked and I felt so much better. Right. So there was a discomfort there of the instantly going, it's raining, it's cold, yeah. it's slippery. I'm just saying it's, it's, dark. it's not for everybody. Right. There's sometimes there's some people have discomfort. Again, I just think it's subjective. Some people have discomfort over they have to sit down and read a book. Yes. That's I'm never going to have discomfort totally. around that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't disagree. And so you're going to have things that naturally come easier to you. Yes. And then you're going to have some things that that don't. And again, and the things that you don't, you're naturally going to avoid those things. But those are probably the things that you should be doing based on your overall goals. And that's why I always go Correct. back to yes. like some sort of health, some sort of eating, some sort of business activity personal or an employee growth. or personal growth thing. Um, and especially in spirituality. Spirituality is not easy. People have this, this they want the spiritual bypass or they want it to be easy. Or once they, they decided that they have had an awakened or experience or moment that somehow they don't have to do anything anymore more. And it's like, that's just the, that's the, so far from the truth, right? It's about the total orientation of that is realizing once you actually have an awakening, you realize how, how much I've interconnected and wound myself up that I have to unwind now in order to get back to baseline. And that, that personal growth journey becomes its own extreme level of discomfort. Um, and that's a whole other podcast at some point, but that's, so there is this, I think that the more you well, can growth just, growth is discomfort. Yeah, absolutely. Discomfort and growth. Yes. But we all, I think we did talk about this on other podcasters either. You can either have pain from growth yeah. or discomfort from growth, or you can have pain from mediocrity or discomfort yes. from mediocrity or, or staying in the status quo. Yeah. So, I mean, you really do get to choose. Yeah. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to figure out where to set your alarm at night. And that's going to be your, your, that could be a discomfort for you to go to bed instead of reading your book. So like you're going to set your alarm at night and then you're going to like, Hallie's looking at me like I'm talking to her specifically. I'm talking to everybody, right? <laughs> like, like think Maybe. about like, yeah. Well, so we're going to set our alarm at night and then we're going to, whatever that time is that we want to get up, there's going to be something that all of us goes, I, I should be doing that more. Like, and I really want to do that Yeah. for either the health benefit or the effects of it, not necessarily for it as a means to an end, but what it produces. Um, so that could be meditation, journaling, exercise, I'm just thinking time like and spirit. Somebody who wants to write a book. It's, yes, it's, exactly. They need to make sure they sit down and write a book. Well, that's really hard. That's exactly right. Or whatever it's, the case may be. There's just, yeah, being yes. aware of what that, what that thing is that yes. you're avoiding. And so you've probably gotten clear and you may have slipped a little bit on that month and a half into this. Use this as an opportunity to recalibrate yourself. What is that? What is that? What am I avoiding now that I need to not avoid in order to accomplish what I've set out for this quarter, this month, this year, however for you want to look at that self. for your future self. And that's what we want you to focus on today. Hey everybody, thanks for listening today. I wanted to let you know that our event calendar is filling up fast this year with impactful webinars, trainings, and in-person events. If you have been enjoying our show, you'll get a ton of value by connecting with us at one of our trainings by going to adamhergenrother.com slash events. Most of our events are completely free, so make the time to check out what we have coming up so you don't miss a thing. Again, you can find our events page at adamhergenrother.com slash events. We look forward to connecting with you there. 
See you next week for another episode of Business Meets Spirituality.